Hey, welcome back to the Ameritix with Kim Munson, where we dissect issues as right versus wrong instead of right versus left, agree or disagree. Let's have a conversation. Charlie puts together on some of this bumper music some of my favorite songs, and I, w- I end up wanting to listen to it instead of us uh, start talking. So um, anyway, thank you to Charlie. Steve's Frog. okay with that as long as you're not telling a joke, right? <laughs> You guys are so mean. No, I, I was being mean to him, not you. That. I was taking your side, not his. The operative word is joke. See? See? What a Grinch. Uh, yeah, that's true. That's true. So, Hey, uh, I want to talk about some more headlines in the last segment. But before we do that, Jason, you always put, you put so much thought into We talk to you every morning. And uh, it's like the show. It takes a lot of prep just for the hour. It takes a lot of prep for the, just the few minutes that we get to talk, talk about that. But people have reached out and they say, I learned so much from Jason. And uh, so you had something, and, and this is kind of the nugget that you'll, you'll take away today, uh, regarding taking losses when you're, you've, you're retired. Well, yeah, it's a whole different ball game when you're uh, younger and still building up your money. You're in what I would call the accumulation phase. You know, if you take a big drawdown, uh, I think it, it doesn't hurt as bad, at least emotionally, because you're not using that money every month to create an income. So it's not quite as real. And I'm certainly not uh, professing uh, that it's okay to take big losses even when you're young. I think that's something our industry has propagated. I don't necessarily agree with that because if you take a big loss when you're young, yeah, you might make it back at some point, but you never make up the, the five or ten years that you were trying to play catch-up. So that that's just one little off-to-the-side thing is I, I, I don't think even when you're young, it's, it's good to take a great big huge loss. But a lot of folks, and especially I'm, I'm getting more questions on this now, Kim, that the markets have gone way up. A lot of people have seen tremendous gains over the last, uh, you know, ten years or so, and I think that's fabulous. But now they're they're looking and kind of their their whole portfolio, even if they're older, is is like completely invested in very aggressive things. It's like all in stocks or stock mutual funds, and they're worried what happens if we get another drop. And I get a lot of questions. Well, how much should I have in in like stocks and riskier? Uh, investments versus maybe bonds or or annuities or something that's safer. Well, you know, I'm not a big fan of Warren Buffett on a lot of things, but this this little formula has been attributed to him, and I think it's a great rule of thumb, and it's called the Rule of 100. Okay. So what what that says is you take the number 100, subtract your age. So if you're 60. You would come up with forty, so you would so have. So would that be your real age or the age you tell people? Well, I think in this case it should be your real age. Okay. So uh, that forty would be the percent of your investment money that you have in in riskier investments. Now, here's where I'm really proud. I I was able to simplify something even more than Warren Buffett. Okay. Why do the one hundred minus your age? Let's just say whatever your age is about roughly that percentage is what should be in safe investments and the rest could be in risky. I like it. So if you're if you're 60, 
a good rule of thumb would be to say, well, about 60% of my uh, money that I have invested should be in safer investments versus riskier. Now, I think, again, don't have to be right to that percentage, Kim, but if you're 60 and 98% of your money's invested very aggressively, that could turn out to be an issue if, if, if the market takes a big hit. So uh, I think it's a good just place to kind of start. Uh, if you're a little more aggressive, you can adjust it a little more. I think you can also adjust it a little more depending on the condition of the market. Is it really high right now? Is it is it kind of lower? I mean, I like to be an opportunist. Even if someone's a little bit older, if the market's really cheap, maybe we get a little bit more aggressive temporarily, and then we try to come back. But if you look at this picture, right. it's, a, it's a big pyramid. Mm-hmm. It's a triangle, which is very strong. So if the base of your triangle is, is safe money, mm-hmm. well, then you got a good solid base. But I see a lot of people, when you flip this upside down, that's pretty easy to tip over if something goes wrong. Well, and we talked about it yesterday, about having a strong foundation. Now, that was with Dr. Cranowitter, which also I didn't mention. You are, when you heard the uh, spot, but you at Presidential Wealth Management are also helping to sponsor Vino and Veritas at Water's Edge Winery and uh, in Castle Rock. And then the Loveland office is uh, sponsoring up in Fort Collins. But we talked about a strong foundation. And across the board, whether or not it's in education, in your investments, you know, in your faith, a strong foundation really leads to a, a prosperous, a, a flourishing life. And uh, so, as you mentioned, to have that strong foundation is really important. And there could be a variety of things that you put in that, that right. safe component. Exactly, yeah. So what, what you want to, I think, prevent, uh, again, is taking a huge drawdown on your money. The worst time that can happen, Kim, is is right after you retire. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and here's why it's different. And I'll just give a quick example. Uh, th- these are some numbers. I mean, some, it gets a little wonky, but I try to keep it as simple as possible. You know, there's kind of been another rule of thumb that says when you retire, whatever your investment money is worth, the first year you could take out 4%, mm-hmm. and and then you increase it for infl- – and then you have a good chance of not running out of money. I don't know if I agree with that either, but we'll stick with it for okay. now. So, But let's say a person had a million bucks on the day they retired. So the first year, they could take out $40,000. You know, each year you would increase that forty to account for inflation – and and you might say, well, that that'll work out well because the stock market has averaged six percent a year, seven or eight, whatever time period you're looking at. But those numbers can change really fast if you have a big a big drop. So let's look just real quick. Let's say you start with the million, you take out your forty thousand for the year. Now your account's at nine sixty. But then the market takes a great big drop, mm-hmm. and your money drops down to 600 mm-hmm. And that could happen. It's mm-hmm. happened before. Well, let me ask you a question, Kim. Just because the, the market dropped, does that mean all of your uh, people that you owe money to or your bills uh, went away? No. No, you still have them. So you still have to take out you know, your 40000 the next year while the market's down. Mm-hmm. So that puts your account maybe at about five sixty now, 
And if we have a couple of more years where it doesn't recover quickly and you still have to keep withdrawing, it doesn't take much. And and I've just done some numbers. Your account could easily be down to about three hundred to three hundred and fifty thousand within a two to three year period of the market taking a hit. So now you think about it, if you're having to take out about $44,000 to keep up with your bills because of inflation and your account has dropped down and it's only worth three hundred dollars and so, I mean, you're taking out 12, 13%. Mm-hmm. So even if now the market recovers and it averages that 8% a year over the long term, that doesn't matter to you because you'll, you will run out of money. So So you're averaging 8% on zero, which is still zero. Right. And so that is why it is so important to really have an honest conversation with yourself and uh, do a discovery session with you. Right. Uh, And uh, and you can reach reach you at chickspresidential.com. But you sit down with people, and it doesn't cost anything. And uh, you can go through where they are, what their goals are. And I know that you take uh, fastidious... I care in doing that, Jason, and uh, uh, so would highly recommend that so that people aren't surprised that they that they are planning for the future. Uh, if you do not, if you fail to plan, you plan to fail, and so this discover, discovery session would be a really good thing for people to do. Well, I think it would be fantastic, and as you point out, it's not an obligation. There's no high pressure. Uh, at the very worst, you're going to have kind of a picture of where you're at. Sometimes that might be a surprise that you're not happy about, and sometimes it might be a surprise that you're really happy about. Uh, Kim, I want to make one more quick point on this, if you'll allow. The other thing to think about is even when you plan out to just take this 40000 a year, life is not a spreadsheet. Nothing ever goes according to plan, and unfortunately, people have emergencies and they have to take out money. And a lot of time I see it as for medical stuff, but you know what? A lot of times it's because their kids have, are having problems, you know, and when they're uh, older, you know, and the kids are having problems. Well, when are they usually having problems when the economy's tough and the market's down? And that's when they're going to lose their house. They lose their job. Something bad happens, and then they come to the parents and need money. So now you're withdrawing even more out of your accounts at the worst possible time. I mean, think about if you're taking out 40000 the damage that does. What if your account's way down here? Right then is when Billy or Susie or one of your kids has a rough time, and you have to take out another thirty or 40000 So I think it's really important to protect as much as you can against large drawdowns, especially early in your retirement. Well, it makes a lot of sense. And so Jason McBride, if you'd like to do a discovery session with him or your team over there at Presidential Wealth Management, you can go to my website and do that or chickspresidential.com. And if, you, if you'd like to get to know Jason a little bit before you do that, sign up for this fun event. We're doing Nuts and Bolts. It's going to be September 16th over at Water's Edge Winery. It's going to be a really fun evening. And uh, you said Jeff Hirsch with uh, Stock Traders Almanac is going to be there. Uh, He's coming in from New York. And, you know, I worked on a stock trading desk and we worked with a lot of New Yorkers. And I think that's probably why some of the stuff that Donald Trump does, I mean, there's some early stuff I wish he wouldn't have said. But, but you know, I, I appreciate New Yorkers, and he's a New Yorker, and uh, so I'm excited to meet Jeff. 
Well, Jeff's not Donald Trump, but he is uh, from New York, and he is an interesting fellow. Uh, you know, the first time I saw him, I said, so did you get into this after the Soprano show ended? You know, but uh, he's got a good sense of humor, so, uh, you know, uh, it'll be a fun evening. Uh, we'll have some, some good food, some good wine, learn some good stuff. But most of all, it's going to be a lot of fun and very enjoyable. And uh, it's, it's uh, going to sell out. So if you are interested, be sure and sign up. And that uh, is either at chickspresidential.com or my website, americhicks.com. And also sign up for my email so we can keep you informed about all this stuff. 